It is the Tan and J-Man Show live on January 15th. Frigid, frigid Midwest temps, but we'll warm it up with some of our stupid hot takes tonight. Takes, tips, times, picks, or more. I can't do it. I can't do it. I just hot takes, topics, picks, and more. Hot takes, topics, picks, and more. Where, where am I getting tips from? We could throw tips in there, too. It just makes it a more jumbled mess, but yeah. we could do that. Well, I, I make it a jumbled mess anyway. <laughs> but uh, I'm the J-Man. Sitting next to me in a different state is the Tan Man. How you doing out there, T-Dog? Doing good, J-Man. I got to... Got to think sports-wise, I'm probably doing a little better than you right now. You kind of had a tough um, weekend. <laughs> oh, that was Ugh. the worst sports weekend I've had in probably four years. Yeah, that, that was rough. Um, but hey, it happens. Well, we'll get into it. But I think one thing we can both agree, how about them cowboys? How about them boys? <laughs> uh, I didn't realize how much I hated the cowboys. <laughs> Um, until I found myself rooting for the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers are a lot easier to root for now that they don't have a uh, bumbling uh, conspiracy theorist as their quarterback. But, um, yeah, I was rooting pretty hard for the Packers because I cannot stand the Dallas Cowboys. I just – I guess I'm not shocked that the Packers won because everybody in the playoffs is in the playoffs for a reason. But it's the way they won. Yeah. And just dominated the game from start to finish. And at one point, it looked like it was going to be an absolute blowout. Of course, Dallas made it a little closer than the game really was. But that's what that's what took me back. Yeah. So how, how many times has Green Bay beaten Dallas and then gone on to lose to San Francisco? A lot. Green Bay kind of yeah. owns the Cowboys. They do. Um, but is there any other franchise in sports that's as overrated as the Dallas Cowboys? No. Um, yeah, Cowboys haven't been to a conference championship game since 95. We're, we're approaching 30 years. Yeah, 30. it'll be 30 years. Yeah, next year it'll be 30 um, years. I mean, yeah, really in our lifetime since we started watching sports, because I don't know about you, but I can't really remember anything sports in 95 actually watching it. Cowboys haven't done anything in the playoffs. No. We've seen them do this 12-5, and five, you know, 12-win regular season over and over again, but – it's just funny. The media hypes them up every year, and then they yeah. just just choke of, in the playoffs. Of the four big, like, America's team sort of deal, you got the Knicks, you got the Lakers, you got the Yankees. Um, Lakers and Yankees have won stuff here this century. Um, yeah, Yan- Yankees has been – it's been 15 years. So, yeah. I mean – It has. But, but I mean, they they had a ridiculous run in the '90s and 2000s. Oh, yeah, but kind yeah, of, uh, yeah. you kind of don't think about it like that, like you do the Cowboys, who haven't done anything since '95. Good, good point. Good point. So in, in college sports, I don't know. I mean, we've seen so many programs make runs that I don't think you can really pin a college school yeah. as overrated as a pro franchise. And NHL, I can't think of any. I, I think Cowboys. I think the Cowboys take the cake there. Yeah, in my opinion. So, but I have a birdie or bogey question in the holster for you. We are both one over par. Starting the year off hot. Yeah. Like usual. Uh, I got to bring it up on my phone now so I get all my wording correct here. Um, what quarterback and pass catcher? Have combined for the most touchdowns in playoff history. 
quarterback, pass catcher. Mm-hmm. Could be wide receiver, could be tight end, could be running back. Correct. Quarterback, pass catcher. All right. Yep. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House is upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere. Look at 703 Main Street in Rochester, Indiana. They are back open, uh, as well as their golf simulators, as well as their simulators as a whole. They have golf, they have basketball, baseball, zombie dodgeball, hockey. I want to do hockey, that. Carnival games, football. Zombie I, dodgeball. I want to do it all, but that that zombie dodgeball sounds really sounds fun. really fun. Um, it looked fun. like I, I saw uh, a, a company in Rochester had their uh, holiday party, Christmas party, there over the weekend, and they were playing a zombie dodgeball and home run derby. It looked like, and a few oh, other things. Yeah. So looked like a good time. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. But get your veggies. <laughs> All right, J-Man, what, what do you want to start with tonight? We, we can talk. Up to we, you. We can talk. We can get our last part three of our 24 bowl prediction for 2024 out of the way. We can talk college hoops. I don't, I don't care. What, or let's, we can talk uh, coaching vacancies. Whatever. Let's get this bold prediction out of the way. It was a struggle. Oh, yeah, it was, struggle. it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So I'll let you start it off. Major League Baseball will implement a challenge system for balls and strikes. Okay. I like that. They're already doing it at the AAA level. It's going really, really well for the most part and quick. What, what are they doing? What? So literally, it's it's a buzzer sort of deal. And <clears throat> pitch comes in, player doesn't like it. He'll like put his hand up, challenge, and it'll immediately buzz, and then he'll change the call. Like it's okay. nothing. So I, I, I don't know like how many challenges you can have an inning or a game or anything like that. But um, yeah, I like it. My first one's baseball related as well. I think the Philadelphia Phillies will win the World Series. Interesting. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I guess they've been kind of close the last two years. Yeah, no. I was trying to think of somebody that's not the outright favorite or in the top three or anything. So, no. kind of go bold. Um, the Detroit Lions are going to win the NFC and play in a Super Bowl. This year? This year. That's bold. Oh. That's bold. Yeah. I'm going college basketball for my second one. The state of Indiana will get three teams in the NCAA tournament. Who are they? Purdue, Indiana State, Butler? I'm actually going Purdue, Indiana State, and Purdue-Fort Wayne. Interesting. I think Purdue-Fort Wayne wins their conference tournament. Well, that they have to to get in. Yeah, uh, but, Indiana State, but, probably. Yeah, Butler wouldn't surprise me. They're the other one probably in the mix. And, and Indiana, of course. Indiana's but in Indiana needs some – they need to get, start getting some big wins. Especially on they the got a, They got an opportunity tomorrow night. So. Yeah. Um, Oregon wins the Big Ten in their first season next year. Ooh, new head coach and all, huh? Nope, or- nope, nope. No, yeah, I thought Oregon. you said Washington in my head. Nope. Yep, landing still there. Um, a new quarterback, new Dylan quarterback, Gabriel. Yeah. Yep. yep. <clears throat> Which Dylan Gabriel threw forty plus touchdowns at Oklahoma last year. So yeah, yeah. And side not to stay crazy. Uh, my next one's NFL related. I think Sean McVay steps away. Interesting. That was on my bold predictions last year. I thought he was going to go mm-hmm. do TV or something. I like yep. that one. I think he takes a year off. Worked for Sean Payton as far as far as becoming a hot commodity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll see more coaches do this in the future. Take a year off, mm-hmm. kind of rejuvenate the batteries, do some TV, and then they can get <clears throat> paid pretty much whatever they want. He's only what thirty seven, thirty eight. Yeah. Still crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, Caleb Williams does not go one one. Who does? 
You're gonna have to find out my book. Okay, you, yeah, you, all right, you're pulling up. Um, yeah. I've done this one quite a few times on our bowl prediction, but it's one of those I'm gonna probably keep throwing it out there until it happens. If it ever happens, Ricky Fowler will win a major championship. Yeah, yeah. He's he's your uh, Rory for me. Actually, last year I just said tournament and that happened. So yeah, yeah. maybe 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 I'll speak this into existence. Marvin Harrison Jr. does go number one overall. I was it was, it was a stretch for uh, both of those, but uh, to the Bears, then you think the Bears keep the no. Whoever's picking one is going to take them. Okay. I thought maybe you were tripling up and the next one was going to say, okay. All right. Uh, My next one's Olympics related. The USA will win the medal count in the Olympics in Paris. When's the last time they didn't? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like, I feel like these real bold there, Tanner. I feel like sometimes they win the gold count, but maybe not the overall medal count. I don't know. I'm not very. Uh, we'll give you that knowledgeable on my Olympics history. So, yeah. um, I put this on here before Travion Henderson for Ohio State decided to come back. Quinshawn Judkins will win the Heisman. Um, transfer from know. had has like twenty five hundred yards rushing his first two years. But. Never know. Well, I had a Heisman one re- related in two down on my list. But I'll go ahead and throw it up right here. Carson Beck, quarterback from Georgia, will win the Heisman Trophy. All right. He played well down the stretch. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, I, I, but I was not going to say Shadir Sanders. That's who everybody's picking. I'm oh, like, my gosh. I'm, I'm so like, sick of that. Like, they better win nine or ten games for him to even be in consideration. To be even in the discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sick of that. Yeah, me too. Uh, Ryan Day is fired for not beating Michigan again. And um, I don't remember. I know I had Harbaugh going to NFL as one of my bull predictions. Um, so, so yeah, it would be interesting. That's something, if it happens, we can definitely talk about who we think Michigan's next head coach will be. Yeah. Um, my next one's kind of odd because you're going to be like, what are you talking about? Caitlin Clark will be drafted number one by the Indiana Fever. Fever, huh? Well, they got the number one pick. It's that just, is not bold at all there, Tanner. It's, it's Is she going to go to WNBA or not? Okay. There's discussions. Caitlin Clark. Back? There's discussions that she might not go to the WNBA. Interesting. I don't know what she would do, but. Honestly, going from Iowa to the WNBA, she's going to lose a lot of money. Yeah. No, that, that, right. And, and, I, and I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's other. Nah, I doubt overseas for women. Is there even overseas basketball for women? Yeah, I remember Brittany Griner got picked up in Russia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. But that's – I don't know. I, I've just been hearing, like, will she even go play if she's number one pick? So, I don't know. That's interesting. I, I can't imagine somebody giving up basketball who's that good at it. Right. Um, right. Or maybe she doesn't want to play for the Fever. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. I, we'll see. I probably um, just wussed out on a – Bull prediction. I probably just that was probably the easy one. So. That was very easy one. Okay, because she she will go number one overall. Yeah, she will. She re- will. regardless. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to pad my stats a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, this will be Dabo's final season at Clemson. All right. Um, I don't think he'll get fired. He won't get fired, but it'll be like sick of this nil stuff. He he's he's been against it since day one anyway, and uh, they haven't been as good the past couple of years. So maybe. Uh, Takes a year off or so. Maybe gets okay. that fire back, kind of like Sean McVay. Yeah, I can see it. I can see yeah. it. My last one, It's this is my Rory. This is my Rory one. 
No. <laughs> the NBA will announce the return of the Seattle Supersonics. Book it. Gonna happen. Announce Vegas yeah. and announce Seattle. Announce your two. I think then you move Memphis to the east. Boom. Memphis should be in the east anyway. Um, I mean, I know they came from Vancouver, but yes, I think last year I had they will announce expansion teams yeah, did. in baseball or basketball or yep. whatever. Um, yeah, we haven't had expansion teams since what the Bobcats, their last one for any of the sports. Yeah, now they're back to the Hornets. Yeah. Um, yep. Oh, no, Bob, the Golden yeah. Knights, Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. Who won the Stanley Cup last year? They I mean, did. I'm just saying. So, um, yes. The, the, the three sports I care about, I'm saying, is the, right, right. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the Knights do count. The last one for the NFL was the Texans, and the last one for the MLB was what? Uh, Diamondbacks, Rays. Diamondbacks, did it come in the same year? I think so, 98. Yeah. Then the Marlins and Rockies were before them. Ninety-three, I think they came yeah. in, but uh, yeah, the Texans were what about two thousand one-ish. Yeah, maybe I think they announced. You know what? Well, Der- David Carr was the draft pick. I think I was oh two, oh one or two, one of those years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if the NFL is going to expand. I hadn't even heard rumors. I think they're pretty, pretty good at thirty-two teams. Good buddy of ours uh, was actually texting me about that today. He thinks within five years, I hope he's wrong. He thinks within five years, we'll see a whole division over in Europe. I can only, I have a guess on who texted you that. <laughs> am, am, am I correct on who texted you that? Yes, I, I guarantee I, yes, I right. you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because we, we got the whole rabbit hole uh, of discussion. A about whole division over today. in Europe, huh? Yep, because yeah. I said, I just don't see him putting a team. He goes, oh, they won't put a team, they'll put a whole division. Said I'd hate that. I mean, how would you logistically still make that work and with free agency? And It'd be brutal. They, be a mess. Yeah, they're. I mean, I'd rather put a team in Canada play overseas, but uh, yeah, I'd rather put a team in Canada. I realize Canada's got CFL, but MLB does it. NHL, of course, does it. NBA's got a team up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> no. No offense, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are our 24 bold predictions for 2024, and uh, I already got one wrong. I already got one wrong. I said Mike Vrabel would be the head coach of the New England Patriots. That was one of mine last week, and Gerard Mayo is the head yeah. coach of the New England Patriots because, J-Man, what a three-day stretch we saw around the football world wow. last week with Pete Carroll, I'm going to say got fired. Got kind of politely asked to move to the side, yeah. stay with the organization if he wants. Nick Saban then retires, and the following day, I'm going to say Belichick got fired. Pretty yeah. much the the Belichick one, um, we saw that coming since about week two. Uh, but the uh, the the Pete Carroll one was kind of a surprise, but at the same time, you look at it, it really wasn't. The Nick Saban uh, one came out of nowhere. But the that Nick was Saban actually, one was a surprising one. I yeah, thought. that was actually on my bold prediction. I had to change it because uh, I was, I was going to say it this week that this would be Saban's last year, but I would have got it wrong anyway. Um, but, I almost uh, put the Pete Carroll one. I was gonna, that was going to be one of mine this week, because I but I thought he was going to retire. Yeah. And I think I said that on a podcast a month or two ago. I thought he'd retire, yeah. but. I mean, he's the same age as Saban, 72, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, yeah, when when you have a longtime head coach like that, you never use the term fired. It's just uh, 
you know, went their separate ways, offered a spot in the organization, whatever. Which who knows if Pete Carroll will take that. Um, Belichick, though, that one, I, I mean, they obviously left on great terms and they both had press conference right next to each other, Kraft and Belichick did. Um, both parties are probably knew it was time to move on. Um, so I did see today they, they offered his son's spots to stay if they want to, huh. which surprised me. Because uh, was Steve calling the defensive plays? Was he D mm-hmm. coordinator? Because mm-hmm. I, I know Gerard Mayo is – they must be reassigning him to a different right. spot because uh, Gerard Mayo has been trying to interview some defensive coordinator candidates. I don't think they'll stay. If their dad lands somewhere, I think they'll yeah. go with their dad, which let, – let's let's break that open. These three guys, what do you see in their futures for next year? All three of them. Uh Saban's retired. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he does TV though. Watch him for watch him join game day. He's he's pretty funny. He's yeah. he, he's got a dry sense of humor. Has some good stories. Uh, seems like he'd be pretty good on TV. He might want to take some time off though. Yeah, it, it um, matters if uh, Miss Terry has a laundry list of items for him to do or not because that guy is maybe he maybe bleeds football. Yeah, uh, more than any other coach yeah. out there. So. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be pretty tough for him. Um, but I, I think he was probably pushed. Uh, the transfer portal and NIL and all that probably pushed him into retirement a little earlier than he probably wanted to. But I think he's just he, – he can't hang it. Maybe not hang anymore, but um, it's just – it takes a lot more work uh, than like, he used to. I like what Thad Moody's putting here on Facebook. Save him for Corso on game day. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we keep talking about these coaches, I got uh, some bold predictions here from Bronson Kreischer, who of anybody of the 10 J Show Nation, I guarantee he hits the golf ball farther than anybody. He, co- he competes in long drive competitions. He lives in Colorado. Guy can kill the golf ball. He says, bold for 2024, Live Golf gets a gets on a major sports entertainment broadcast. I think they need to get away from the CW. Yeah. Watani yeah. goes down with a major injury. Um, the Joker wins MVP. That was one of mine. Arch Manning wins starting job in Texas, even though with Quinn Ewers coming back, that that's a bold one. Bold side prediction within five years, the NFL will be playing games in Saudi Arabia after a partnership with the NFL. So I can see that happening. Otani did just have Tommy John. Um, yep. So I guess that could count as his major injury. Probably won't be yep. throwing the ball much. but Right, right. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I don't think Pete Carroll do, does anything but Belichick. I think Belichick's coaching somewhere next year. I do too. Um, I, I just, I I know Atlanta's been rumored for a while. That'd be but weird, I, wouldn't it? I just don't see him as a fit there for whatever reason. Um, Dallas, absolutely a fit. However, maybe maybe not a fit. It it just seems like he would fit in there. However, you think Bill's going to want to have Jerry control the personnel for him? No, maybe, maybe Jerry will realize my franchise hasn't done anything in 30 years. Maybe. If Belichick and I can give him the reins. However, I don't think Bill got fired because he's a bad head coach. I think he's a terrible general manager. Right. Horrendous general manager. You look right. at his drafts the past five or six years, barely any of those guys are still on the roster, if not even in the league. Right. At this point. So. Right. Right. I agree with that. Um, I don't know where he ends up. I mean – Fortunately for me, it might be the AFC West. Uh, could be, could be the Raiders. Could be the Chargers. Chargers did interview Jim Harbaugh today. Yeah. I think Harbaugh could be a candidate for both those jobs. I know the Raiders players want Antonio Pierce. So the fact that Max Crosby yeah. said he'll request a trade if Antonio <laughs> Pierce isn't kept, they, 
Well, I mean, Davis screwed up the interim thing last time yes, when Rich Passaccia led him to the playoffs after firing Gruden yep. and hired the doofus that is Josh McDaniels. I've heard rumors if it wasn't for all the stuff around Gruden, he'd hire Gruden. He'd keep bringing Gruden back, back in a heartbeat because yeah. they're still paying him. Yeah. He loves the guy. For some reason. Reasons yeah. I don't understand. Um, yeah, I, I saw the Chargers put on Twitter, we have con- we have finished our interview with right. Jim Harbaugh. Can, right. can you imagine if colleges did that? No, but I, I will say I, the Broncos have done that for years, so I'm used to it because yeah. they've got so many coaching searches. It's, but I'm it's, it, it's but just wild that I know I they know. put it out there. And it just can can you imagine if like Purdue during their coaching search? Oh, so they're actually going after him, or because it, it's so secret in college games for whatever reason. Oh, I, oh my gosh, yeah, Purdue fans flip out when they hire whoever they hire. I can't imagine if they knew some of the names they've talked to over the years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's wild, man. And, and, and in Alabama's case, we see them fill Saban's, uh, mm-hmm. Saban's uh, position within 72 hours. Caleb DeBoer from Washington. I yeah. think it's a good hire, but man, I don't know if I'd want to take that job and try to fill Nick's shoes. That'd be brutal. Um, Oof. yeah, he went from Indiana offensive coordinator to Alabama head coach within four or five years. Pretty incredible. That is, he did great work at Fresno State as an offensive coordinator, great work at Indiana as an offensive coordinator, and great work at Fresno as a head coach, and then obviously Washington. And he did a great job on the lower level um, FCS yeah. head coach before he got games. into, yeah. before he got the OC job at Fresno. Yeah, he, he runs a different style of offense. I mean, they like to throw the ball where Saban was always run it down your throat, right. maybe have a good quarterback every once in a while, which they did with Hurts and Tua and yeah, I'll even throw Mac Jones in there. But before that, I mean, A.J. McCarron and uh, Greg McElroy, none of those guys were game changers. Um, but Yeah, Jalen Milrose got some tools, but he yeah. had a tough, tough playoff game in the Rose Bowl against Michigan, which, of course, we didn't even hit on that yet. Michigan did win the national Jaylen championship the national last Monday night against Washington. So a Big Ten team that's not named Ohio State won a national championship in our lifetime, which I guess Michigan did in 97. Once again, we really weren't paying attention then. Yeah. Um, that's that's why I think Harbaugh to the NFL makes more sense right now than ever. What what else is he gonna do? Yeah, I mean he he brought a title back and he has still the controversies hanging over his head a little bit. It's yep. probably time for him to get out. I know Michigan wants him back as they should, but yep. Uh, yeah. yep. So so I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. So January fifteenth, um, let's go around all the openings and take your best guess of who's filling those, and we'll start with. We'll start with um, start with the Chargers. Um, Harbaugh. I just I, I, I think that's where he lands. I think yeah. that's where he lands. It's probably the most attractive from an offensive standpoint because of Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the question is, with Harbaugh, could he take Herbert from good quarterback to elite quarterback? Yeah. The thing, I mean, the thing with Harbaugh. There's a reason why NFL teams have been poaching for Michigan staff from the past three or four years. They run fun style of offense, fun style of defense. Um, he is obviously he's won a lot of games in the NFL right. as is, but he felt even when he was with 49ers, he felt like more of a college guy for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, now he seems like an NFL guy again. Yep. So. I think he's itching to do something his brother's done that he hasn't done when the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. And his one Super Bowl loss was to his brother. And his brother could get another one this year, potentially. So, um, all right, uh, Raiders. 
Um, I think Antonio Pierce. If Mark Davis is smart, which we know he's not, he's um, not he, he needs to make the smart move. Antonio Pierce held that team together uh, to the point where they were still in the playoff discussion in week 16, yeah, uh, week 17. But uh, if he's smart, I, I think he really loses the locker room if he doesn't hire Pierce. Yeah, yeah I agree. So, I agree with you there. Atlanta Falcons. Oh man, they need somebody fun. Um, especially, <laughs> especially with all those tools on offense. I mean, Arthur yeah. Smith was such a bumbling idiot. Um, man, I don't even know. I'm gonna go with Ben Johnson. I was just gonna say, how about the OC from Detroit? Yeah, Lions OC. I think I think they could put up a ton of points. He's doing heck of a job there in Detroit, and I think that makes sense. He's all I those think- weapons. This could be the year Detroit lose both their coordinators. He and Aaron Glenn could yeah. both find there. And actually, I think Aaron Glenn takes the Carolina job. Oh, interesting. I'm going Vrabel, Carolina. Ooh, okay. They they need some toughness. They need some leadership there because they definitely don't get it from their owner, David Tepper. Um, so <laughs> it, it'd be smart for him to hire somebody with some credibility. I know he did this past offseason, but that went very poorly. But Watch out. If if the Dallas fires McCarthy, I know everybody's saying Belichick, watch for Bra- <coughs> Vrabel in Dallas. Yeah, that could work too. But I think Vrabel ends up Washington. Interesting. I don't I'm know why. Good. I just think he's too good of a coach not to be yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I I think Belichick ends up in Washington. Um, well, that's now, oh, man, that'd be weird. That'd be weird. Um, he and Eric be enemy? Seems like, yeah. I, I don't know if that would, if they'd be able to coexist. They do have the number two overall pick. They could go get whatever yeah, quarterback they yeah, wanted they if, quarterback. if one doesn't go at one. So yeah, they'll they're they're in a pretty good spot where they'll get either you know Caleb Williams or Drake May, or if they like somebody better, take them there. And then uh, Seattle, I've I was saying this, and I'm still sticking with it, even though his performance yesterday was bad. Um, Dan Quinn, I yeah yeah I, I agree with you. I think Quinn will get a head coaching job this this cycle. Okay. Third year in a row where he's had interviews. So yeah. Um, Eventually somebody's gonna hire him. He yeah. I mean, yesterday was bad, but you gotta look at his whole body of right. work, and they were really yeah. good defensively this yes. year for the most part. And Seattle just makes sense. He was D coordinator there before he took the Atlanta yeah. job. And I feel like Seattle's been waiting for yeah. opportunity to, to get him. He's kind of the guy they've wanted yeah. to replace Pete. Maybe, so. maybe even Daryl Bevel, Dolphins quarterback coach. He was mm-hmm. he was Russ's OC out there in Seattle mm-hmm. for years, and he was always a hot head coaching candidate and he never really got never really got it but it's true uh bronson got another question here on facebook uh who do you think is a coaching choice that isn't getting thrown out there for a head coach position or isn't a top name being talked about by the media it's a good question that's a good question um really the enemy hasn't been talked about all this time yeah which (laughs) which is probably pretty smart um, maybe this is the time he actually gets it, and that's that's a good that's a good one um, because yeah. he's not getting that buzz, and it's probably because you know he didn't have Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball for him. Um, but yeah, he he hasn't been mentioned at all, and I assume Rivera's staff's going to be completely canned. So maybe yeah, I, I know a fan base probably isn't going to be too happy with hiring him, especially after the disaster that was Washington this year. But uh, maybe he ends up in like Carolina or something. Yeah, and it's I think Carolina's the worst job. Out there, terrible. Even though, even though they got the number one quarterback, yeah, you're you're saddled with the number one overall pick that played poorly this year, right? Right. Right. There's there's just so many uh, 
young coaches around the NFL right now that have only been at their job one or two years. Yeah. It's uh yeah, and I yeah, can't think of anybody on, on TV who would be a good fit anywhere. No. There's there's probably somebody on um Shanahan staff out in San Francisco oh, yeah. that'll get a look because that's kind of the way it goes um, these days. A couple other names have been thrown out there. Steve Wilkes has been thrown out there yeah. for some jobs. Yeah. And so has Raheem Morris. Mm-hmm. So. Which, yeah. Wilkes got a really raw deal out there in Arizona a few years ago. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, Raheem Morris has been a candidate, seems like, for a decade now. Yep. Um, but maybe uh, maybe Lovey gets a job again. Somehow he, he continued to hang around. But uh, Maybe maybe Munkin, the offensive coordinator from Baltimore. Yeah, he came Probably from should. Georgia this year, and then they're doing well. Maybe maybe he gets a look, but I know he he was in college for a little while, and then mm-hmm. I went to the pros. So maybe they want somebody with actual head coaching experience. Maybe he gets a look by somebody. Yeah. So I can tell you, nobody's good. Well, actually, I I haven't seen, but they thought that Vance Joseph might get some interviews for head coaching jobs. <laughs> oh yeah. boy, yeah, but oh, he hasn't that I know of. But they thought some of the media thought he might. He actually might. So yeah, the. It's so tough to hire a retread because when does a retread ever win? You know, I mean, right. I know, I, I know Belichick did, but it was, it's a different day now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, you look around the league, what other retreads doing well? I'm going through the head coaches in my mind now. I mean, Frank Reich was a disaster this year for Carolina. Doug Peterson, yeah. they had a miracle comeback last year, but you look at the right, they were nine and eight last year, nine and eight this year. It's not going that yeah. well. Um, McCarthy oh. did okay in Dallas, but I mean, he. Well, he did I well. Mean, he just he's not winning when it really, really matters for yeah. the franchise. So. Doesn't yeah? I mean, I mean, I I think Sean Payton will be a good retread, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you know that's a good point, dude. Man, I didn't. Yeah, I can't think of anybody, and I don't. Yeah, that's, it's gonna be fascinating to follow. That's for yeah. sure because it just. I didn't think we'd ever see a week where three Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame coaches either say goodbye on, on their own doing or are told goodbye in one week. In a, span, yeah, in a span of like 48 hours. Too. Yep. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. But uh, NFL playoffs, they're going on as we speak mm-hmm. with Buffalo and Pittsburgh. I don't know what the score is. It was 21-7 when we started the yeah. podcast. I don't know what the score is now. Um, and then tonight we have the Buccaneers and the – Eagles, which we know the winner of that game is going to be going to Detroit next week because Detroit won a probably the game of the weekend. Um, was the game of the weekend yeah, against the Rams uh, last night? Uh, I thought Matthew Stafford was going to break <coughs> Detroit's heart there late, but they couldn't get it done. Even though Detroit only scored three points in the second half, found a way to get their first playoff win in thirty years. Yeah, um, Bills are up twenty-four to ten, but Pittsburgh is driving. They're hanging in there, but. Uh... Yeah, there was only one good game over the weekend, and it was the game I didn't watch. I pretty much watched all the other ones. But, uh, yeah, blowout, two blowouts on um, Saturday, and then a blowout. Uh, you know, the Cowboys game was a blowout. But uh, Yeah, that been... Texans-Browns one started out like it was going to be a fun game. Back yeah. and forth, back and forth. And then two pick sixes by Joe Flacco, and that game flipped on its head yeah. and never turned around. Man, C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love for that. That mattered. The two playoff debuts uh, were fantastic, just fantastic. Both three, those three franchises have bright futures. Not that the Packers mm-hmm. really need it; they've always been pretty good. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they and the Texans are going to be a menace for years to come. I think. Yeah. 
Yep, I agree with you. And I and Houston nailed the head coaching hire last year, D'Amico Ryan's just yes. absolutely nailed it. So yep. And then Dolphins is unfortunate with the weather. Um, I really yeah. think it took them out um, of their game a little bit, but both teams had a play in it. Both teams had to play in it. Dolphins played soft. I mean, there's video Duke Riley and Eli Apple trying to tackle um ta- tackle Patrick Mahomes playing <laughs> yeah. two-hand touch. Um everything that was a criticism about the Dolphins came to fruition. You can't beat bad teams. There was only one team in the NFL that had a worse point differential than the Dolphins did against playoff teams. That was the Washington Commanders. Dolphins were minus 107 against playoff teams this year. Um, they whoop whoop on the bad teams, and it's the Dolphins' fault for losing to Tennessee because they wouldn't That's have had exactly to play. What I was, exactly what I was going to say. They wouldn't have had to play in that yep. weather if they just wouldn't have blown yep. a 14 point lead with three minutes left. I, um, I I'm, still think from an yeah. outsider looking in, I think McDaniel's still the right guy. I think he is the for best sure. coach they've had since Shula. I think there'll be some pressure on him next year. Should be, yeah. And they, I think they, I think Tua can get it done. It's it's just the Dolphins <clears throat> not only need to get um, home field, win the division to get home field. I think they need to get that one seed. Yeah, yeah. That, they, that's that's gonna be the path yeah. to Super Bowl. Which I mean, that was kind of dumb by me. Anybody with the one seed's gonna have an easier path to Super Bowl, yeah. but. I think that's yeah. that's really their key. Dolphins have only lost four home games uh, over the past two years. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and two of those games, Tua didn't even play in. Um, as far as Tua goes, weather definitely affected his game. Yeah. Um, Why didn't have he wear a glove on his throwing with... hand? I found Probably that just... odd. No feel. Yeah. Um, not that long. Well, I wouldn't think he'd be able to fill his hand. In that's, that kind of yeah, that's, weather, that's, but. that's fair. Um, definitely took him out of his game. Couldn't throw it. Couldn't do anything. Well, and his, it's I just guess. frustrating because he is a one read quarterback. If his read's not there. He's not going to be able to improvise. And that's and, been an issue. And I think part of this was Kansas City taking those initial reads away, but it just seemed like me, they were trying to get those one-on-one matchups with Hill or Mostert or, or Waddle, and it just wasn't working. It just—I mean, Casey um, was just pouncing on on the on the wide receivers. The good teams did that. Buffalo did it twice. Baltimore did it. Um, good defensive coach Ray, Mike Rabel, he did it. Um, so it, it was really—I wasn't looking forward to the game at all. I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe, maybe they'll surprise me. Wasn't all that upset afterwards because it, it would have been tough to go in there and win, especially thirty below wind chill. Right. Um, but now, off-season of question marks, Tua enters his fifth-year option year. They got to get a long-term deal done with him. I said it last week. It's tough enough to find good quarterbacks in the yes. NFL, uh, let alone great ones. So you got to yep. pay the good ones. And I think Tua's good enough. Yep. Um, they're 40 mil over the cap, um, projected to be 40 mil over the cap. And they got some question marks. Christian Wilkins, free agent. Uh, Connor Williams, you look at uh, maybe their MVP of the season was their center, Connor Williams. In the eight games he played, uh, they averaged 34 points a game. He missed nine games with a knee injury. They averaged 18 points a game in those nine. So <laughs> maybe the center was the uh, most important part. But their offensive line, because Tua gets rid of the ball quickly, didn't get sacked much, but that's because the offensive line was terrible. He had to get rid of the ball. And, um, yeah, they were – it, it was bad, and they're really their offense broke about week fifteen, and it never really recovered. Um, yeah. uh, as far as coaching staff, I know some of the guys have been uh, mentioned. Their outside linebacker coach Anthony Campanile for maybe Giants defensive coordinator job. I know their offensive coordinator Frank Smith's been mentioned as a potential head coaching candidate. He doesn't call plays though. 
um, Daryl Bevel as well. But uh, be an interesting offseason. Uh, but you, you look from year one to year two, they got better in about every facet. So I'm expecting that again next year. Another name that came to my head from Bronson's question earlier about coaches maybe that nobody's talking about, Lou in Marulo. Yeah. Divas corner in Cincinnati. Yeah, he's been totally. he's been interviewed a couple times the past few years. Yeah. Um, hadn't got a job, but maybe maybe he's another one that nobody's talking about. Yeah. So, um, no playoff football is fun. I mean, the games haven't really lived up to it. I think tonight's game will be good. Should Buccaneers be. Eagles, and like I said, the winner goes to Detroit next week. Which <coughs> that place could be electric. It was electric last night. The Ram game will be electric next week. Is there any concern to you? Because it seemed like that was their Super Bowl. Last night, is there any concern to you? Like Detroit sure. feels like they've already accomplished, yeah, in a way what the, what they set out to do, and could they have a letdown next week? For sure, especially I think if they're playing Philadelphia. Yes, um, it does help they're playing at home though, because I think yes. you you win this huge game at home, and then you have to go on the road. That's when I think you yeah. can definitely have the letdown to get blown out, even. But the fact that they're back at home, I think, helps them. Obviously, it helps every NFL team, right? Um, but um, I don't think they'll have a letdown. Yeah, well, well, and for Detroit, you got to think they're thinking we're not going to play in cold weather the rest of the year. Yeah, because if we, if we win this game and Niners win, then we're going out to San Francisco in warm weather for the NFC Championship. If the Packers up to said Niners, they're coming to our place, yeah. and then the Super Bowl's inside a dome in Vegas. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky. Uh, Bronson's got a question for you. How much uh, more could a Mike McDaniel's offense do if he wasn't limited by two a size and soft? arm would they be a Super Bowl team with a quarterback like Josh Allen I think he means Derek Carr or Justin Herbert definitely not Derek Carr um <laughs> I have not liked Derek Carr for about a decade I think now. why he put him in there is because he got uh, a strong arm I think that's why he he, put he, he does have a strong arm Josh Allen absolutely they're a Super Bowl contender Herbert I I've they been a, had him they could have been a Herbert. big proponent of Justin Herbert's overrated so I can't say yes um Tua throws a much more catchable ball than Justin Herbert I will say that he has soft touch, accuracy, all that. Herbert just throws hard and mm-hmm. uh, has very little touch, and he does not catch a he does not throw a very catchable ball. You look at the Chargers, um, some of the balls that have been dropped, a lot of them should have been caught, but uh, you look at Herbert's ball and it's flapping in the wind. Yeah. Um, where two of throws a very catchable ball. Uh, so uh, Josh Allen, one thousand percent. They they probably go sixteen and one or fifteen and two with Josh Allen, but those those other guys, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of Mike McDaniel's offense has to do with timing and anticipation and accuracy, which those are the three things Tua does better than maybe any quarterback in the NFL. He does get hampered by his lack of arm strength, though. Um, but it's been a question mark in the entire career, so I'm used to that. But uh, it'll be interesting to see the wrinkles uh, McDaniel's throws out there next uh, next season. I'm excited to see him, too. Um. Yeah, at least you don't have the drama my team does in the offseason every year. <laughs> every year. Uh, you want to go through the games, playoff games? I know sure. we don't know all the matchups because these two, the game progress and tonight's game aren't finished yet, but we do know some of the matchups. Um, San Francisco and Green Bay. Um, give me the Niners. Yeah. That, I yeah. think that'll be really tough um, for Green Bay. That could have been their high, their Super Bowl going into Dallas, and then yeah. I think uh, – I think San Fran will be just a little too much for Jordan Love. And then uh, who, who are you having tonight's game? Um, give me the Eagles. Uh, they limp to the finish line, but I just feel like they get it done tonight um, against Tampa Bay. I'm taking the Bucs. 
in the upset tonight. Um, kind of like what Dallas did last year. They had to go to Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay won the division at eight and nine, nine and eight, whatever. Mm. Um, nine and eight. And uh, Dallas blew them out. I don't right. expect Philadelphia to blow them out, but I think Philadelphia wins. Yeah, I don't know. Something about this Bucks team. I think Baker and Mike Evans get it done tonight. <laughs> so uh, for you, that'd be uh, Lions Eagles next week. Um, give me the Lions. I mean, I picked them as uh, my my uh, NFC champ, so I got to take them. Even though I was just saying, you know, Lions got to be careful of a letdown, but I think if the Buccaneers win especially, I think the Lions beat them, so I will take the Lions as well. AFC, uh, let's presume that the Bills end up getting it done against the Steelers, so the Bills host the Chiefs. That uh, game of the weekend, um, in my opinion, um, be fantastic. First playoff game on the road ever for Patrick Mahomes. And this will be the Jay Man's Book It Prediction of the Week. Uh, the Bills get that one done. Bills are rolling, unfortunately, uh, for me. I cannot stand the Buffalo Bills. But they are rolling, playing better, and probably better than any team in the NFL right now um, over the past six games, six, seven games, something like that. And uh, I just think the Bills get it done at home. So, you, so you'll be pulling for the Chiefs, right? I Honestly, I hate Patrick Mahomes so much anymore. I think I'm going to go for the Buffalo Bills. I'm definitely rooting for the that's, Buffalo Bills. That's how bad it is. J-Man's Book of Predicts of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watching for Life Home Auto. Business, renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watching at infb.com. A lot better than last week. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. That was rare, rare hit last week for you. Um, and then uh, I'm going with the Bills as well. I think uh, I think they get done home. I think it'll be a rocks environment. I think it'll be a good game. But I just think the Bills are better. I can't see he's got mm-hmm. some flaws that I don't think they can overcome. And, oh, Pittsburgh scored 24-17. So maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, if, man, if Pittsburgh, man that, that would be kind of funny if Pittsburgh ended up winning. Because then uh, it would but- be uh, Pittsburgh and – no, it'd still Baltimore. be the same matchups, right? No, no, it'd be Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Um, oh, then Houston Texans would go at... to Kansas City. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, but if 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 the uh, well, if the Steelers somehow win, do you think they'll beat Baltimore? No shot. No, I don't either. Um, so if the Texans, if they do, if the Texans play the Chiefs, who are you taking? Chiefs. I would take the Chiefs as well. But in the scenario that we think, if Buffalo. Beats Pittsburgh. I'm really trying not to confuse myself, confuse myself here. Houston goes to Baltimore. Who do you got? Give me Baltimore. I think Baltimore in a close one. I really want to take Houston the upset, but I just don't. don't Didn't they play week yet. one and Houston hung in there? And you're like, man, maybe Houston's halfway. Decent. I don't recall. Well, you're probably right. You're probably right. I don't. I don't recall. I can't think back that far. Sounds uh, right. A few months though. ago. Sounds right to me though. But it's gonna be entertaining nonetheless. Playoff football's fun. Yeah. NFL's king. I mean, it if is. the Peacock numbers showed you anything from Saturday night, you know, I think the team's playing helped, but everybody watches the NFL, so I yeah. I don't know how much it... The, the NFL knew what they were doing, putting Kansas City on there with the Taylor Swift factor. The Swifties were going to tune in. They were going to get the app if they hadn't had it already. But uh, yep. I saw Taylor Swift more than the Dolphins scored points on uh, Saturday, so that was yeah. fun. That's yeah, that was fun, all right. That was fun for everybody yeah. involved. Um, I got some more association here for you. All right. The Dolphins have the longest uh, streak in the NFL now of not winning a playoff game. Now that the Detroit Lions did it. Uh, the Dolphins' last one, a playoff game, December 30th, 2000. Yes, playoff games were played before the first of the year back then. Um, so I got 14 players slash coaches that uh, played in that game. 
Dolphins beat the Indianapolis Colts in overtime. Uh, so starting with Peyton Manning. One of the GOATs. I'm not going to call him the GOAT because even though I like him better than Tom Brady, it's hard to argue with Tom Brady not being the best ever. But uh, soft spot in my heart, of course, for bringing Super Bowl 50 home for the Broncos last time they made the playoffs. Yeah, the Colts had a lot more noteworthy players than the Dolphins did. There's only <laughs> Well, yeah, I can see that. There's only three players of the Dolphins I have on there because I honestly don't know if you'd know anyone else that played in that game for them. Uh, Edron James. Edge, underrated for the Colts. I mean, he didn't do much after he left the Colts and went to Arizona. Then Seattle, I believe, is where he ended his career. So. But, man, he, he and Harrison and Manning, those one, two, three punches on offense were just nightmares for yeah. defenses to prepare for. Speaking of Marvin Harrison – Smooth. His son's oh, the same man. way. Just smooth, quiet. He was a quiet player. You never heard him talk trash. He was uh, a quiet killer. I was going to uh, leave that one alone, <laughs> but uh, we're going there, I guess. Uh, I'll never forget his one-handed diving catch against Tennessee. He might I've ever seen have before. had the best hands in NFL history. Yeah. He and yeah. maybe DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe Larry Fitzgerald barely dropped anything either. That's but, true. Uh, yeah, Marvin. Uh, it's It's crazy how much bigger Junior is compared to him. Junior's faster too, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, Ken Dilger. There's a name I uh, had. I forgot oh. about uh, Illinois Fighting Illini, oh, I nine. believe. Number eighty-five tight end. Uh, he was uh, Colts' go-to tight end before Dallas Clark came into the fold, and then Marcus yeah. Pollard also. But uh, oh yeah, I remember playing on the N64 and PS1 with Ken Dilger. Speaking of Marcus Pollard. Yes, Syracuse boy, uh, one of Peyton's favorite targets. Yeah, I think he had the fifth most touchdown receptions out of anybody Peyton ever threw to in his career, and he loved to dunk it over the uh, crossbar because he also played basketball at Syracuse, I believe. I believe so. Mike Vanderjack, great kicker for a while, but always be uh, remembered in the uh, divisional game against the Steelers, Vandershank. Yeah. And uh, being the liquored up kicker, as Peyton called him one time, and then he <laughs> went to the down to Dallas and didn't do much for the Cowboys. And I think maybe he had a final stint in the CFL, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. This this was his uh, original Vandershank. Uh, they had a chance to win it as time expired, and he missed, I think, a 48 yarder. Uh, missed a wide right, like well, wide so was the one right. against Pittsburgh. So- yeah, so uh, <laughs> this was his original Vandershank. And Which the, the refs were trying to help the Colts win that game against Every Steelers. Every single game, I mean, Aiden I Manning mean, played there. That one especially, though. I mean, they tried yeah. to give every – they had no business being in that game, and yeah. the, the Colts couldn't take advantage of it. We we uh, I Maybe it's just because it was my formative years, but we thought Tom Brady got every call in New England. It was nothing like the Indianapolis Colts in the RCA Dome, I tell you. I'm going to take a lot of guys off, but it was true. They did pipe in noise. They did. They did. And Hunter I like the back then. So, Hunter Smith, Hunter the punter from Notre Dame. Um, I'm sure there. Pat McAfee probably. He. I guarantee he broke this. But I remember going to Colts game as a kid and being amazed how many people had Hunter Smith jerseys. Yeah. But I guarantee <laughs> Pat McAfee sold more jerseys sure. than any punter in NFL history. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Saturday. Uh, legendary Colts center, uh, then was Colts head coach for a little while last year. Really won <laughs> the job. No. He was also the Green Bay Packers center, and his last professional snap was two paid Manning in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Uh, last Colt here, uh, Tariq Glenn. Tariq Glenn, a good uh, tackle. I cannot, for the life of me, think where he went to college. But, yeah, he was a pro bowler for many years, yeah. and Colts always had a good offensive line. I mean, they yeah. built their team around Peyton. They did a good job, um, unlike um, – Grigson with uh, Andrew Luck. 
Yeah. So, yeah, Terry Glenn was a good one for many years. Uh, Colts coach Jim Mora. I thought Dungy what? was there then, but he was Playoffs? There. Playoffs? Talk about playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. All right, <laughs> moving on to the Dolphins. I have four people here. Zach Thomas. Uh, one of the best linebackers of our childhood. A Texas Tech Raider. I had the butterfly collar. Yeah. At least for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Number Neck 54. Um, J-Man was rocking that jersey for oh, for yeah. years, it felt like. Number uh, fell off. Numbers fell off. We had a couple Dolphins fans around school wearing, yeah. wearing Zach Thomas jersey. So, yeah, yeah he, he was a good player. Yeah. Newly minted Hall of Famer, too. Well-deserved. Uh, Patrick Sertan. I PS1. like his son a lot. I like his son a lot, PS2, but Patrick Sertan's very underrated. I mean, he was a good player for Dolphins, but I feel like he doesn't get credited enough for how good a career he had. Yeah. He had 37 career interceptions. Yeah, he was a ball he's a ball good. Yeah, ball he and, yeah, he and Sam Madison, that was a pretty good duo back yeah, then. That, yeah, they were. Um, Jason Taylor. Yeah, I thought he was coming up another Jersey J-Man rock for years. Oh, yeah. Um, what Was he an Akron Zip? Yep, he was. Akron Zip. Uh, man, yeah, he and Thomas, man, that was a good dynamic duo. Pass rusher and a linebacker there. Yeah, they just, they had great defenses, just could yeah. not score yeah. enough points with Jay Fiedler out there. Uh, <laughs> Dartmouth boy. <laughs> Last Dolphin here, Davey Wanstead. Mustache. Yeah, Mustache. Uh, I know he's a Bears coach, uh, University of Pittsburgh's coach <laughs> yeah. for a little while. Uh, he's been on yeah. TV for years, but just the stash. That's all I ever think about him for. Yeah. Yeah, Tad Moody said, announcer's most accurate kicker in NFL history and Vandershake. <laughs> yeah, like announcer jinx. But that was a great word association segment. I uh, really enjoyed that list. And that is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week, uh, Performer Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or a sales meeting in 2024, Performer Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print promotion company by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call today at 574-210-3815. All right, Jamie, let's get you educated real quick and fast so then we can talk some uh, college hoops, which I know you're dying to talk about. Yeah. Probably like, well, I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, on this day in 1892, the basketball rules first published in Triangle Magazine, written by James Naismith. I wonder if that's why they called it the triangle offense. I know it's not. But. On this day, 1934, New York Yankee slugger Babe Ruth uh, was coming to an end of his career. He signed a one-year contract worth $35,000, represented a pay cut of 17000 for the Babe. Oh, it's not a lot of money. It's probably no. a decent amount back then, but. On this day, 1942, Chicago Cubs dropped plans to install lights at Wrigley Field because of the military's needs for materials. Took them 35 years before lights were finally installed at the ballpark. Yep. 8888 is when they were going to open, and um, they got rained out, so they had to do it 8988. 988. 31 17 bills, six minutes left. Yeah, I would say that game's over. Uh, On this day, 1964, San Francisco Giants made champion outfielder Willie Mays the highest paid player in baseball history at the time when they signed him to a new $105,000 per season contract. On his day, 1965, one of the biggest trades in NBA history happened. San Francisco Warriors sent Will Chamberlain to the Philadelphia 76ers for Connie Deerking, Lee Schaefer, Paul Newman, and Cash. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's see here. On this day, 1978, who won the Super Bowl? 78. I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. It was the Dallas Cowboys. They beat the Denver Broncos 27-10. to Harvey Martin was the MVP, and so was Randy White. So Dallas defensive end and defensive tackle. That was the uh, Broncos' first Super Bowl appearance, and uh, Craig Morton was their quarterback, not John Elway. Wednesday, 1986, Montreal rookie goaltender Patrick Wall recorded his first of 66 career NHL shutouts. He was a pretty good one. Mispronounced his last name. Nah. Um, let's see here. Wednesday, 1994, the original LT Lawrence Taylor announced his retirement from the NFL. Yeah. On this day, 1995, who won the AFC championship and who won the NFC championship? <coughs> I think it was the Cowboys won the NFC. Uh, Niners beat the Cowboys 38-28. The San Diego? San Diego beat the Steelers 17-13. Then the Niners would go ahead and beat the Chargers. Um, That might do it. On the day 2014, the Los Angeles Dodgers signed pitcher Clayton Kershaw to the biggest deal in baseball history at the time. Seven-year, $215 million package, averaging $30.7 million per year. Man, that is light these days. That's about <laughs> the going rate anymore for free agents. That was only nine years ago. I know. It's crazy. And on this day last year, LeBron James surpassed 38,000 NBA career points, joined only Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in uh, 113-112 loss to the Philadelphia 76ers at Crypto.com Arena. I still want to call it Staples. No, I just call it Staples. Yeah. Staples. <laughs> so, and that is going to do it for the On This Day segment this week, which is brought to you by, like it is every week, Moody Woodcrafts. Moody Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of Texas with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects by visiting them at Moody Woodcrafts on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you let them know the Tan and J-Man show sent you, you get 15% off your sign order. So, and Thad probably has a comment here. Yes, he does. 31-17, Bills with ball six minutes left. So, not only is he a great sponsor, he is a loyal viewer and listener of the podcast. We appreciate his support. All right, J-Man. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't leave us much time to talk Big Ten hoops. So you want to okay. go ahead and just, just predict games sure. for the week? Yeah. I got it pulled up here. Uh, right now we have Iowa with a nine-point lead at Minnesota. I think Minnesota's starting to wake up a little bit. Uh, they had a nice run. but uh, Yep, I think Iowa holds on to wins that. Yeah, I agree. Michigan won at home today against Ohio they State. They did. Bad I did not see that. Ohio wow. State. Michigan's talented. It's it's they scary. Are. It's scary going on the road there. but uh, Scary going on the road anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. Unless you're Maryland. Um, well, Purdue at Indiana. Uh, yes, yeah, my least favorite sporting event of the year every year. Uh, Purdue right now is a 10-point favorite, which my makes, Missouri. Me wanna, makes me want to throw up on myself. I know Trey Galloway's going to hit about eight threes tomorrow night. He's due. Um, I do think this is a series. Purdue had won nine games straight, but Purdue, but Indiana's won three out of the last four, and including the season sweep of the Boilers last year. I think Purdue gets it done by six points tomorrow. Yeah, after uh, watching Purdue on Saturday, I think they run the table. <laughs> I hate you. 
I absolutely hate you. No. Um, <laughs> the, kiss, the kiss of death last week. That was crazy. Oh, um, we the table. 16-point loss. <laughs> you can only uh, you can only hope to contain uh, Tomonaga. Yeah, I was doing that plays them. So. Um, give, give me Purdue in this one. I just don't think Indiana can make enough outside shots. I think Purdue's got to force them to beat us with threes. But I, sure. I expect Galloway to go off. Somebody's going to. Yeah. Somebody's going to. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Purdue wins, but I don't know if they cover. I think that'll be a no. I think ten's very large. I think it'll close <laughs> yeah. about eight, eight and a half tomorrow. Wisconsin at Penn State. Penn State's dangerous place to play. Dangerous team too, believe it or not, because they'll press you. They make you turn the ball over, and if they can get hot from three, they can be in the game. But Wisconsin's leading the game, leading the league by two games. I think Wisconsin gets it done. I mean Wisconsin. Yeah, I think they. Uh, Greg Gar's doing a heck of a job. Oh, he, he is. This is a good Wisconsin team. Nebraska at Rutgers. Mm, Nebraska looked awful at Iowa, but they Rutgers didn't. can't score. Give me Nebraska. Give me Rutgers, just because it's Jersey Mike's. Maryland at Northwestern. Maryland wakes up on the road this time, game Northwestern. Yeah, that was only the second win Kevin Willard had on the road uh, in Big Ten play yesterday. Brad uh, Underwood uh, can't beat him. It's, he's there, his um, kryptonite. It's, it's unbelievable. If – so Underwood's two and seven against them. If they would have just won two of those games, they would have two additional Big Ten championships. If if they would have just beaten Maryland at home in twenty twenty one, a five hundred Maryland team at home in twenty twenty one, and if they wouldn't have choked in twenty nineteen, a fifteen point halftime lead, they Brad Underwood would have three regular season Big Ten championship game championships. That's but crazy. they can't beat Maryland. But um, yeah, give me Northwest. I don't think Maryland's that good. They played well yesterday. It was a perfect storm for Illinois to lose yesterday, and it happened. So you kind of spoke into existence by tweeting at them not to ruin your weekend. And... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Minnesota at Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State. Me too. Uh, Illinois at Michigan. Illinois bounces back on the road. You look at Illinois' three they of Illinois' to. four losses this year against elite point guards Kolek, Braden Smith, um, Jameer Young. Doug McDaniels, for some reason, not suspended at home. He is on the road. That's the weirdest. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's weird up there. Illinois by one. I, you, I, I'm, I might have to drive to Ann Arbor because I can get in for two bucks. Uh, so Indiana at Wisconsin, big week for the Hoosiers. I, I think the Hoosiers lose both games. I do too. Give me Wisconsin. Uh, set today. Penn State, Ohio State. I'm taking Ohio State. I am as well. Purdue, Iowa. Purdue's had a hard time in Iowa. Uh, not too bad yeah. the last few years. Uh, um, I am I am taking the Boilers, and this is the weird thing about this. I'll, I'll hurry up with the story. This is six years ago on Saturday. I got my dog on Gotcha Day, and oh. Purdue played at Iowa that day, and Purdue broke their school record for threes in a game. Not saying Purdue's going to do that again, but I think just with that sentiment, I think Purdue wins. Pretty sure I was at your house when that happened. Uh, yes, last one here, Rutgers at Illinois. Good week for the line. They go 2-0. Yeah, I think Illinois gets that one done fairly easily. Should be fairly yep. easy. All right, J-Man, the birdie or bogey, uh, what combination of quarterback and pass catcher uh, have combined for the most touchdowns in playoff history, NFL playoff history? Um, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. You, my friend, getting a birdie. Oh, yeah. 15. 15. Dang, I I almost said Mahomes and Kelsey already. Yeah, they're I think they're getting up there. Um, yeah, I fi- I figured it was not a wide receiver the way yeah, you worded no, it. Yeah, I, I know. I 
stumbled over my words a little bit. <laughs> I want to be right. politically correct. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show. We'll be back at it next Monday with another episode. Have a fantastic week, everybody.